This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant Melky, the ever and all faithful dungeon master. I'm joined by Austin Brady. Saldwin, the lost among the lost. And Mordecai, the burned. Cody Smith. Carl Gauss, host of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio. And Space Pirate Grondo! John Cayley. Nivitz Pozu, vampire vanquisher. And Mystic Oi, the guy who has to craft Grundle's buck cream. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver, intergalactic heavyweight champion. And Billy Boom, space pirate extraordinaire. We want to take a second to get caught up with some housekeeping. First and foremost, we have to put out the biggest thank you in the universe from the most grateful crew there ever was. We got all the way up to number 13 in the charts for games podcast, which is spitting distance of some of our favorite podcasts and D&D idols and some of our motivations to really even do this at all. And it was just such an incredible feeling. Um, that's not anything we can do by ourselves that requires all of your listens and your shares leaving us reviews. That's all you guys. And just thank you so much. It is so easy to keep going and keep trying to put out this content when we get feedback like that. And if you didn't know, we've also gone completely insane on Patreon. There are ways to get like NPCs put into the show. Uh, There's also merch, thank yous, all sorts of really fun stuff. Check all of that out at patreon.com slash the homebrew. You can support the show for as little as $2.00. If uh, we've given you two dollars of fun yet, uh, drop us the drop us the support. We can uh, keep doing what we're doing with that support from you guys. Take a moment, check it out, check out our Patreon, and thank you everyone for listening and for all the support. Enough of me talking. Without further ado, we are live. Absurdism and a millennium abroad, right where we left off, guys. You are in the hawk discussing where she will fly next. So where to, everybody? Uh, I don't know. I mean, should we follow the map? Should we, you know, like, deal with Jean-Paul? Like, wh- what do we do? Where do we go? Hmm. Well, this map's going to take some time to c- decode. Uh, I'd like to get cracking on that, actually. Well, while you do that, we could go start some trouble. Yes, I am very much for starting some trouble right now. like to get back to those chaps at the Vatican for stealing my technology. I mean, they, they're going to be armed to the teeth, aren't they? I mean, it's... I mean, how do we even start by taking down something like that? Uh, do we even want to take it down? What's your input, Jaden? Um, well, I obviously am not going to support taking down the Vatican. Not that I think we could, even if I wanted to. Um, they have, you know, the papal knights and the trade union, and I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. We have a Nivitz. I mean, look at him. He's like foaming at the mouth and shit. He is. I, I was going to ask, um, uh, about the, the mouth foaming. He might want to get that checked out with Dr. Kellen. It's probably. Yeah. I thought it's just something old people did. It could be that. Um. Oh, rude. I guess, uh, not to sound naive, but, um, maybe maybe we could just ask my uncle about it. I will say uh, he's got writers and he's got lawyers and he's got, you know, executive assistants and, you know, 
I wouldn't be super surprised if he'd never seen that thing before he did the presentation on it. Not to speak ill of family at all. I just got to understand. I mean, he's a he's a superstar. He's you know what I mean? He's he's one of the most famous vid evangelists that exists. So uh, it's not like he invented it or anything like that. Right. Like, right, right. Yes, I know he didn't invent it. I did. Well, no, right. <laughs> I know you know that. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I can go. I talk to. He's my uncle. He's technically like my legal guardian. Um, yeah. So we go put an inquiry in. I'm, I'm vibing with this. And quite frankly, I'm, I mean, is he your uncle from your dad's side or your mom's? He's my dad's brother. Mm-hmm. That can help us. I'm it, like, what if part of the puzzle piece that we're missing to decode this map is with your dad's brother? Yeah. Hey, isn't that goblin your dad's partner? And if he was there, maybe he's been talking to your uncle. Yeah, the the goblin from the from the video from from the presentation. He's the same goblin in this photo, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense that they know each other if it was my father's traveling companion. I mean, my uncle and my father weren't, you know, extremely close, but I mean, close enough that, close enough that, I mean, he was my godfather. So, I mean, it, may, it would make sense. I, yeah. And, excuse me, I'm, I'm terrible with names. What's your dad's name again? Uh, Father, Sito? John? Yeah, but like, what's John. John? Oh. I thought for a second his first name was Father. I was going to be real confused. Well, um, I mean, he is a cleric of the Ever and All Hosts, so, I mean, respectfully, you would... (laughs) Respectfully, you would refer to him as Father Sito. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. And I have some pretty strong opinions about your religious past, too, so I wouldn't get too smart with me. Dang, you just got burned, Mordecai. See, I, I don't get smart... See, I took a test uh, that analyzes your abilities, and uh, it said I had a, a nine. I thought that was pretty high, but apparently that that's not very high. So, I don't know. Con- consult the test, but I don't get smart with people. <laughs> I get real dumb. Fair well, enough. Don't, don't get dumb with me. I can agree. He is clinically dumb. Clinically, clinically dumb. dumb. <laughs> clinically dumb? What kind of clinic? Oh no, sir! Do you? You've been diagnosed with the dumb, sir. You've got poop for brains. <laughs> All right, so we go. We put in an inquiry, and we definitely don't rob anybody blind while we're there. Mm, I don't know. I was kind of thinking about blowing it up with that nuke we had, but I guess the non-violent path is probably smarter for now. Right. It's always in our back pocket. Why would you even say that? In our back pocket? Well, I, I mean, is it not? In you can cover pocket? your ears. I mean, if all else fails, if we're really in the stink, we could definitely use a nuclear bomb. That's all I'm saying. In the right. stink? Oh, uh, in the, Hypothetically. In the stink. Bill, Billy, you, you told me about that in the stink, but uh, that doesn't really apply, apply here, does it? Oh, that, yeah, uh, that's a different, different, different stink. Yeah, this is more like, 
yeah 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 that that's more for fun this is more for when you're in a lot of trouble i know it's weird english oh. is strange it's a Com- weird english english common my bad what common <laughs> galactic common there you go galactic common is officially the time. I, I do feel like i need to uh just clarify the 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 nuclear bomb thing is a joke right absolutely Right. Of course, of course. Okay. Yeah. As I, I hope so. As joke as anything else is, I bet. Oh, look at this map. So you've got uh, nice map. about um, about five days of travel to get to um, the Styx Gate, which will connect you to the Sirius Galaxy, Cyrus Galaxy. Sorry. Uh, and then you'll have to make a little trek over to the Emerald uh, system. That is correct. So right now you're at Terra, so you've got to switch galaxies and then uh, switch systems. So we're we're next to Terra, and we're in the Soul system. And Zaldwin is going to go to the the console on the ship and and turn on the um, holographic map uh, and kind of like point to things with his big old creepy bug hands. So, we're in the solar system. We have to get here to the Cyrus Galaxy. Uh, it looks like the Vatican is in the Emerald system over in that galaxy. Uh, what's this Styxgate? What does that mean? Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Billy and... Well, all of you would probably know, actually. Maybe except for Zaldwin. Um, so, the these gates. So, there are... There's the Styxgate, the... Archeron Gate and the uh, Leith Gate, and those connect the like big known civilized galaxies. Uh, they they're basically teleportation circles. They take your ship from one point to another in basically an instant, um, allowing there to be trade and commerce and so on and so forth between the the different settled galaxies. They are based on lost technology. Does somebody explain that to me out there? Sure. Sure, Carl would know. Yeah, Carl would handle that probably. So we're going to have to go through another lost, like, thing to to get to this place? Uh, yeah. Is that, am I hearing that right? It would be more like, um, this would have been, you can give me a history check. Uh, Carl can give me a history check. Nivitz can give me a history check. Anyone who's really studied the Lost in depth can uh, give me a history check. If it's with 17. Oh, damn, Billy. Billy with that 23. Um, yeah, so uh, you all basically would know that this was in a, you know, a Lost ruin. It was found a long, long time ago. Probably like before the OIT was even founded, there was, uh, they found these plans for these massive teleportation circles uh, that are technology-based. But kind of similar to the way that like Carl recorded the map, things like that. They recorded these plans, they built these things, uh, and they connected these uh, galaxies, allowing actual trade to occur. It's not as if they hadn't like visited each other and things like that, but this really connected like the ancient alliance systems with the um, uh, some of the like Terra and the human systems and and things things to that nature. Um, 
So they're not lost themselves, but they were they are lost technology. They were built from that. Very nice. Well, sounds like we've got a destination in mind. Yeah. Then do we need any stuff along the way? Should we? Yeah, I I don't know. Like it is there stuff that we should be preparing for? I mean, like what wh- what should we expect at the Vatican? Is it I mean, is it nice there? Can you buy stuff? What's the food like? What's it smell like? It, it smells like perfumes. Have you ever heard heard of uh, incense? Oh, Lots yeah. Of incense. Yeah, somebody said that we must uh, do incense on the oasis, but I told them that we have a genetic modifier. Like, we don't have to do any of that stuff. That seems weird. Wow. <laughs> so, I don't know if anyone had been there before. Nivitz, I'm sure you've been there because you were a papal knight for a while, weren't you? Yes. Yes, I, I was a papal knight. This will be the first, like, super mainstream planet that any of you have been to. So, like, Prosperity Bay was kind of like a, you know, more of a, you know, scavenger town, more of like a rough and tumble place. Um, even, like, the space stations and, like, General Knott's space station had, you know, was a little bit more of, like, a counterculture, so to speak, like its own thing. Um the Vatican is going to be like the first like big gentrified like touristy type city that you guys will have ever been to. So there's all sorts of food, all sorts of shopping. It is, and it's not a planet. I shouldn't say a planet. It's a massive space station. I've only been kicked off and arrested there three times. Oh, well, really? Well, when was that? Like, oh. do, you, do you have a general timeline? I was just curious if maybe I knew somebody that arrested you once. Oh, well. At least twice a hundred years ago? No, yeah. no, that's that's before my time. I wanna say I had a heist about seventy years back as well. Hmm. It, it all gets foggy, comes together. Yes. Understandably so. Gears start to blend together, don't they? They do us. Well, I'm gonna sit this one out because I don't know if you've seen me lately, but I have a feeling that my Visage wouldn't be very welcome in the Vatican. Yeah, let's keep you away from any holy water for a while. <laughs> to be fair, um, your 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 tattoos uh, wouldn't have you welcome very many places in general, let alone the Vatican. That's what I'm talking about, short stuff. Oh, I was thinking of other things, you know. Don't worry, he's old and slow. I want to go to the yeah. Vatican. Not allowed to pit fight there, so I never went. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna stay here and work on this map, so I guess if you need an extra hand, you can take Grundle. I kind of look up at Grundle. Uh, you think he'd be okay to go? Yeah, I wanna go. I like to see big cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Grundle. Wonderful. Yeah, Grundle will be great. We'll be great together. Uh, do we... I don't mean to be rude, but I've never seen a grundle either. Are grundles, like, a common thing? No. Oh, no, I think grundle's a one-of-a-kind type thing. Oh, at my home, there's, like, 20 of us. Oh, really? Wait, there's more of you, grundle? Yeah. I'd be interested into finding some of these other grundles. Yeah, I don't know where that is. I mean, you do have, what? 26 livers or something like that? Kidneys, kidneys. I've only got two livers. I'm sorry. 
I meant kidneys. Be interested in your species. A study. Keep, keep, hmm. keep your hands to yourself, Mr. Creepy Ghoul Man. I don't think you'd like it there. It's not fun. There's nothing. Nothing to do. I mean, home is a very sacred place. I'm sure there's stuff to do, right? No. It's just an empty desert. Everywhere. Sand. Uh, anybody know any planets? Wait, worm? Wait, Prosperity Bay? I don't know. Are, you, are, are all the grundle... Uh, com- computer? Mr. Uh, Sergeant General... Man, what's his name? General Knotts. <laughs> Mr. Knotts? Mr. Knotts? Are you activating the onboard AI? Yeah, um... That rocks! Good job! Okay, alright. I, I love your enthusiasm. Keep up with it. How can I help you? Yeah. Uh, do a search on planets that are mostly deserts and have worms. Worms? Did you say worms? Giant worms! Giant, giant worms, please. And thank you. All right, that will take me a moment. Okay. This thing's really pretty slow, guys. And Actually, we, we need all that AI to analyze where, where the fuck we're going on this path, what the next step is. So, never mind. Uh, Ge- General, Mr. Knotts, can- cancel search. All right. Grundle, are you just talking about a book that you tried to read? No. All right. He can read. Sounds... Suspiciously familiar. Wait a minute. Wasn't that one of the three books we had on that damn shuttle? Is that what you're talking about? No. What? I'm pretty sure. Just a coincidence. Grundle. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Grundle drank a potion to become Grundle. I don't think there's a species of Grundles out in the universe. Yeah, it was called Frank's Big Worm Adventure. There's 20 of us. Were you eating herbs in my cabin again? No. Wait, there's 20 other big bad boys like you? Yeah, I'm actually like the smallest. Oh. What? That's why I left, because they all but, suck. suck. You're so big, though. Wouldn't they love to see you shorter and bluer? Probably. Probably think it's great. Right, um, so it's probably, it's probably a Terran command planet. <laughs> and he's probably the victim of some sort of scientific research. And the 20 others are successful participants in said research. And maybe Grundle was the runt of said litter. I don't like that word. Yeah, I guess it's kind of reductive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he has been reading. That's the most eloquent I've ever heard him be. And I was with this motherfucker for years. Don't worry, Grundle. Just kick all those big assholes in half. Well, they couldn't figure out how to fly a ship and go off the planet, now could they? So who's the best now? Who's the best now? That's right, Grundle. He showed them. That's right. So, to to the gate? Yeah, so uh, travel's going to take about five days. Does anyone do anything during the travel? So, curious question. Uh, Zaldwin was on the ship. Um, for a certain amount of days and we will be traveling a certain amount of days and he can work on modifying Hermes, you know, yep. for, for a few minutes every day. Um, how many days have, have passed since we landed on Terra? I can tell you what day it is, but you'll have to tell me. <laughs> I don't remember when the last time you worked on him was, is the problem. 
It was, let's say, before we landed on General Knots. Uh, it's day 28. You guys have officially been together for one month. One month anniversary. Yay. <laughs> so I don't know how many rolls you have done, but that will be... You'll have to make up the difference. That's what? Okay. One day I'll, on I'll figure it out. Five days in space. Were we there um, only for one day? How how long is it going to take us to get to the Sticks Gate? To the Sticks Gate? Uh, you should be able to get there, like, today. Oh. And how long will our boosted travel take? It's going to take you about five days to get to the Vatican. So it's going to be about, basically, uh, today we'll get you to this, the uh, Sticks Gate. Uh, and then it'll take a couple days to get to the edge of the Jade system which is where the Styx Gate is located, then it'll take a couple days in the Emerald system to get to the Vatican. Okay. All right. Well, during our travels, Billy will will use the replicator to make mm-hmm. himself a mundane shield, which he'll immediately start working on with Carl to uh, make a new toy that he thought up while we were fighting Graham. Um, and then once that is done... And he gets bored, he's going to start tinkering on heavy arms, whether he likes it or not. If he doesn't <laughs> like it, he'll just do it while he sleeps. <laughs> they said Mr. Goy's the creepy one. So does Oliver just like wake up one morning and Billy's just there with like goggles on and a little welder? Yeah, trying to like break into his arms and improve, air quotes, them. <laughs> Imagine the morning he walks in, it's actually like the forearm section of one of them is removed and he's working on an inner mechanic part of it. Yeah. That's so like Oliver blows up and like, what the hell? It'd be pretty great. And yeah. Mr. Goy's going to be crafting some potions inside his lab. Perfect. Yeah. Um, while Carl's got Billy's attention, I've got some stuff to make as well and work on a shield with Billy and some half plate armor Yeah, for myself. And uh, as well as like a not quite similar make as Billy's, but also a pretty impressive shield without some of the inner mechanical stuff that Billy's got going on. Okay, I do have to draw the line with replicators. Like, I'm okay with like... I've got the credits. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can put the credits in. So you will need to do... um, But a shield's like 20... Shield's not much, and half plate isn't too much either. The shield's fine. I thought half plate was like 750. It might be, but I've got... 2,000 credits, I believe, in my account. Okay. Yeah, the half plate, make sure you take the cost off. Let's just draw the line at whatever. Let's see what shields cost. I think it's like 10 GP. Okay, yeah, let's draw the line at 10 GP for mundane items. Okay. Okay. Like a shield's fine, but the half plate, yeah, you'll have to... That'll take some extra, like, materials, you know what I mean? Whatever. Sure. Gotcha. Well, it's definitely the kind of thing that I'm, like, making over a long-term thing anyway. It's kind of a long-term project. Um, but yeah, I'll pick up some of the materials when we when we land. I'll give you a list to pick up on the Vatican. Cool. Imagine replicators have like that that limit, like the cost limits. Like, okay, you can craft these items for free, but these kind of blueprints are behind a paywall, and you have to pay each time it crafts them. Carl, do you want to give me some? Um, there's a survival component to this uh, map sure. that you're trying to decode. Oh, I rolled a twelve survival. I assist him. I mean, it's 12 and 12 right there, 12. but for future roles, can I assist to give him advantage? I, that's up to Carl. I thought Carl wanted to do it by himself. I mean, I would like to do it by myself, but I mean, if Billy or Nivitz 
were interested. I mean, they're kind of my designated crew, right? So, I mean, I would help. I would let them help. So, um, twelve with a twelve, uh, you start you start going to work on this. I mean, it's intricate. There's a lot of stars in the fucking sky. You know what I mean? Right. And you are like trying to compare it to like maps and stuff, and you see some similarities to like systems that you know. Um, but every time you think like you're getting it, it like falls apart and you like, there's like something wrong with it. Um, this is going to be like a longer term kind of like project. So yeah, that's like day one. And then if you want to work on it, you know, day two, day three, you can, you can go ahead and keep rolling. Basically there's, um, two, three, four, five. Oh, with that last one with some help. First, I got a six with some help and that's not very impressive you know i'm probably looking at nivets being like you know no nivets it's not over there i already checked over there and then this the oh. third day with a 14 probably had all three of us together billy and nivets and carl and we we're probably finally making some headway on the uh fourth day here i got a seven even with the help so i'm guessing we were arguing again about no i'm telling you i already checked over there <laughs> <laughs> but uh on the Fifth day there, we have quite the breakthrough. I crit with some help. And I'm guessing that Nivets finally is like, Carl, <laughs> it was over there. <laughs> I told you it was over there. What you realize as you arrive, basically, you have the epiphany and you're you're looking, you're you're you have your like conspiracy like red twine like going everywhere and all these different star charts up uh and the three of you realize the problem is it's two star maps like on top of each other and you're pretty sure now that you know what you're looking at that you'll be able to decode this like point on the map which you know is the ruin you're pretty sure you you'll be able to like pull these two maps apart but it's gonna take you some time so as I imagine that's what you'll be working on while the rest of the crew is uh, on the Vatican. Absolutely. But you pretty much, you, you have, you, you know, you know what you're looking for now. And that is, you basically just have to like separate the two out. As everybody, you know, disembarks or whatever. And I have this breakthrough. I'd probably do a fucking episode of galaxy to galaxy radio. Um, okay. Anything else during the journey guys? Um, I hmm. think that um, Zaldwin is going to approach Carl um, after Terra, and he's just going to kind of like do a little knock on Carl's door. Hey, oh, uh, Carl, hey, so I've been feeling real weird lately. Like, you know how we had that, that weird bonding moment? Where we we saw the the tethers, the lines from each other. Uh, yeah. So, I guess what happened on Terra? Cause the tether between me and Mordecai's real like it's it's not the same as it was before. And then I also had to tether to his sword, but he doesn't have his sword anymore. So I'm just real confused. Like. What, I guess, you know, what happened, really? Well, I got in a couple of really close calls, and one got closer than it should. I mean, I don't know what happened, you know, uh, inside Mordecai's head there, but, I mean, 
uh, we checked his pulse and he was dead. He was dead. So I, I genuinely, I'm guessing you're probably experiencing some sort of a anti-essence backfire from this link. Cause I mean, he, he died. I don't know how he got back up. I mean, I checked his pulse. He's alive now. I mean, I was already kind of on edge. Like uh, the Anders that we fought on prosperity. Sorry, I got to keep my voice quiet because I don't know if, I don't know. I want to talk to you about this in confidence, but ever since Prosperity Bay, every time I look at him, it's just, I can't get the picture of those Enders on Prosperity Bay out of my head. And it's just um, what they did well, to Franklin and... Yeah, I definitely and this, there. this complicates things more. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Do you feel like we can still trust him? Well, I um, spent some time with him down there on the planet, and he frankly saved our ass like three or four times, even post-mortem. Uh, so I think we can trust him at least to cover us and stuff. He's not the smartest guy in the world, so I don't think you should you know, trust him to solve any math puzzles. Um <laughs> I do think that yeah. we have a new wrinkle in this whole relationship with him, though, because I think he is affiliated with that that demon voice that we keep stumbling across now. But I don't think he likes it. And the enemy in Miami is still my friend, right? So even if he works for his boss, but he hates his boss, I don't think that he's out for whatever he calls it, Gem de Grand's best interest still. I think he wants to kill him still. Okay, well, if I'm going to the Vatican and you're staying here, just keep an eye on him. I just... Yeah, I can do that. This is the first time I feel like I can't trust somebody, and that's weird for me. Well, I will say that if you're still worried about the whole Ender thing, I don't think he's like them anymore. He's, even without his sword, he's still um, a little bit enlightened. His time with Adia wasn't completely a waste of his time. He's changed. Zeldon's gonna nod and kind of like ruffle uh, Carl's hair and uh, thank him and go. Hey, uh, I'm I'm going over to the to to Kellen's. You, you want any grilled cheese? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been over. working too long. I could take a break. I'll come with you. And just just keep this between us, okay, Carl? Uh, yeah, no worries. And Zeldon goes and gets some fucking grilled cheese. Yeah. At some point during the flight also, uh, Jaden would try and get some time with Mr. Guy. And what has Mr. Guy been up to this journey? He, he's making potions. Is he just locked away in his cabin? Yeah, Mr. Guy's been just, most of the time, he just tinkering around in his lab, in his cabin. But yeah, he'd be down for some talking. Yeah, uh, Jaden would just approach him and be like, hey, um... I had kind of an idea to help your friend with the tattoos, and I was thinking maybe you could help me. Oh, do go on. I'd be happy to help. What's this idea? Just if you wanted to. This is a little morbid. Um, I don't know. You know, that's no concern. Right. <laughs> uh, um, I was just thinking if he wanted to, I mean, you could... I don't know how to say this. I can heal people, and you can hurt people. So, would it be crazy 
if we just cut off his tattoos and then I healed him right away if you wanted to. Have you ever, you know, skinned, skinned anybody? I mean, skinning somebody. That I have. Yes, we'll we'll just go with skinning somebody. Not quite a delicate way to put it, but I guess you could say I have. I've skinned some beast in my time. I'm sure the skill transfers quite easily. I think we should probably talk to Mordecai then, should we not? Well, why don't you talk to him? I'm a little terrified of him, to be honest. I'm terrified of you, too. Uh, oh, no need, young friend. Okay. Mr. Guy, this whole time, is just all smiles with Jaden. Yeah, could you stop smiling? Just for a moment? But why? I am in such a good mood right now. But it's not because sure. you're thinking about skinning people, right? No, I was in a great mood. I, one of my potions, my most recent potion was six success. Oh. So I'm just happy. Well... I just would be willing to help heal the wound that you made if he wanted. I could help. That's all. I No pressure. I don't mind his tattoos. I know that he's not like that anymore. Uh, I just, I just, uh, just offering. Just an offer. I will go talk to him myself. Thank you for your input, Jaden. I'll get back to you in a moment. And Mr. Goy will stand up from his chair and just walk out and look for Mordecai. Uh, you just hear like fucking punk music coming from the other side of the door and it's blaring and mumbly and aggressive. I imagine Mr. Goy is just like rubs his temples as he hears the music and then he knocks on the door. Mordecai! What is it? I have a proposition for you. You might find it most intriguing. For the last time you can't shave me. I'm not going to shave you. And the offer was to teach you how to shave. Uh, The door slides open and Mordecai is sitting there, a like cigarette hanging from the edge of his lip and in his like dingy whitey tighties. um, And like the room is just filthy. There's like clothes and cigarette butts and like replicated like like, pizza boxes (laughs) everywhere. Gwent is just gonna like press between his brows on the, the ridge of his like right above the ridge of his glasses and he's like oh man this is just gross are you he's ha- gonna mumble a little bit and he's like do you want to get rid of your ta- your tattoos those scars of who you were so people don't look at <laughs> you like that anymore what is this are, are you trying to have some heart to heart that time has passed the seven years of trying to heart to heart wasn't all that successful between the two of us you kept asking me not to shave you. It was it wasn't a good time. But would you like well, your scars? Your version of your heart tattoos? to heart is taking out my heart and sewing that it to Grundle's lie. heart. Okay, so. that's more along the truth. But it was more would you like a better heart? No, but no. This is would you like to get your tattoos removed? Mordecai is gonna kinda like flick his cigarette he's gonna smash his cigarette butt on the door frame and kinda flick it into the room. Uh, and take a long exhale, kind of adjust the elastic band on his whitey tighties. <sighs> Mr. Goy, do you think that after everything I told you, drifting through space, how many people I killed? I didn't for say no it'd be painful. fucking reason. <sighs> It'll be quite a painful process, so you can take that as some sort of penance, and we can only remove the ones on your face. It- or your arms, and you can keep the others as 
a reminder of what you were. Hmm. When we kill this gem to fuck, I'll consider it. Alright. It was worth a try. And your uh, elastic band is kind of not working. Mr. Goy is just going to turn away and shut the door. As like your uh, loose ass whitey tidy start to slide off again. <laughs> oh, that was absolutely gorgeous uh, inspiration to Mr. Guy. I loved that uh, penance comment. That was so cool to me. Um, we are, we have arrived. Uh, anything else before we land, guys? Um, no, I don't think so. All right. And okay. Uh, who's disembarking, disembarking for you, Tyrell? I'm not clear on that. Oliver. Um, Billy Boom is wanted and or banned from multiple parts of the Vatican station. <laughs> Got it. I am going to send you guys a quick reference image. And uh, listeners, feel free to follow us on social media. I will make sure and post this the day after this episode goes live. So the Vatican is a massive mobile space station. Essentially, it's mobile, so it does move. However, when it is unfolded, so to speak, uh, it is a series of disks that are connected by these long bridge-like tunnels. There is atmosphere around the disk. So you would see like kind of the uh, pseudo blue skies and these beautiful clouds. Think like Cloud City from Star Wars, right? Yeah. And then on top of this disc is uh, if the disc is like a pie, you would see that a third of it looks to be this like residential district uh, where there are like houses and office buildings. The other third of it has just this massive temple that is partially made from metal. And then the top of it is just a huge stained glass window. And then uh, a dome of uh, clear glass that goes all the way back. But the front pane of glass is like this beautiful stained glass depiction of the ever and all host. Uh, And just as a reminder, the the religion, uh, the church is this like amalgamous. They basically worship the concept of religion itself in the church. So they keep records of basically all religions of all gods that have been found. They even like evil gods or, you know, quote unquote evil gods. They still like would learn about them and worship them and respect them, even if they didn't like follow their tenets. Right. So the church is anti uh, slavery. They're anti like violence. They're anti uh, they have they have some basic tenets that some of the gods that are a part of the ever and all host might buck against. Uh, so there is a little bit of a room, <laughs> say room for translation. Uh, there is, there are, there are sects within the church who might, you know, worship one God above the other. Uh, the only God that is not a part of the ever and all host is uh, Gond. They do worship Gond, but uh, the artificers guild has specifically kind of like claimed him as this like, ancient you know explorer builder artificer uh and they they worship him separately from the church they don't put as much stock into the rest of the church uh around the um the temple of the ever and all host which is that massive uh stained glass uh metal structure that i mentioned are just a ton of temples i mean it's it's called the temple district 
and a third of this disc, which is, you know, the size of a city, is just a, a ton of temples, some being newly built. Some have been there for centuries, but there are, you know, individual temples to different deities uh, in this area. In front of the church, uh, in front of the temple of the Evernal host is this massive courtyard. Um, the... Uh, there's there's a stage in front of the courtyard. You'd kind of see this as you're coming into land. There's there's this huge stage. The 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 choir of the church is like thousands of members. So just to give you a picture of how big this stage is, it is this huge stage. And it's also what you watched in the video of the Pope announcing that they were going to be doing an election. Um, the other third of it is a city that is slightly lower than the residential in the temple district. And this is called in their shadow and care. And it is, um, it is where basically every refugee, every displaced person, every orphan, it's a, it's, it's, it's an entire city. So like the residential district houses, uh, clerics, monks, it houses people who actually work for the church. And then the, in their shadow and care is its own kind of under city that exists on this other part of the Vatican disc. Um, the uh, the other discs are the port, which is where you're about to land. Um, and that's this, you know, a big space station. Um, the There's a massive, it's more of a cylinder than a disc. It is the trade union, which you know is pretty much the biggest warehouse. I mean, it is uh, where the majority of importing and exporting happens. It's the AI-led uh, market where a lot of planets will buy and sell goods. Uh, it allows there to be the trade union allows there to be outposts on planets that might not have an abundance of resources. So like prosperity Bay had a bunch of metal and scavenge and things like that. And they were able to exist because of the trade union, the trade union bought the metal and then they were able to get grain and water and oxygen and things like that. So trade union is a huge part of it. And it's a massive AI led marketplace that is staffed by Warforged. And the other disc, Nibbets, you'd be familiar, is where the the Papal Knight um, camp is, and that's where the military part of the uh, the papacy resides, and where their offices are. Okay, kind of a chunky uh, explanation for this. Um, the oh, I'd also like to point out the trade union is swarmed with ships. Like there are just a ton of incoming and outgoing spaceships uh, as you guys come around and then land uh, at this port uh, and you approach, um, start to go down this big bridge. So the, just the, the bridge itself between the two discs, there's about a mile. So just safe zone, you know what I mean? So they don't like bang up against each other or anything like that. Um, and you land the ship. Uh, those of you that are disbarking, disbark, disembark. Why do I say disbark? Where the fuck did that work? Um, disbark. Disbark. Um, you guys disembark. And you will see that um, there's just a sign. It just says, welcome to the Vatican. Um, visitors are, and then in big letters below it, it says, welcome. Which you'd imagine if they weren't, it would say something different. <laughs> uh, and after you get across this bridge, which is maybe a little unnerving, if anyone is afraid of heights, as there is just clouds and blue sky in every direction. Uh, there is a lot of hustle and bustle, a lot of people coming and going. Um, you walk down this long road 
through where there's the residential district on one side and the temple district on the other side. So all these different uh, temples and then where everyone lives that works for the church. And you get to this big, beautiful green space that is the marketplace. Um, and there's uh, there's all sorts of um, sales going on. You see big billboard advertisements. There's a uh, pizza shanty, a combination pizza shanty and taco hut. Uh, there is uh, a Star Cups, which nice. I don't know if any of you guys have had a uh, non-replicated cup of coffee in a while. Um, <clears throat> there is a... Um, someone singing holy water there's a stand where they're trying to sell uh holy water blessed by uh the pope himself there are beautiful gleaming silver sets of armor on display um and there are you see a lot of people uh basically um handing out political flyers and stuff like that like there are people who there you see all these different stands where some of them have Cardinal Jean Paul's, you know, face, and they have like their cool hats and these big, uh, you know, big signs. Um, you would see the papal knights um, handing out flyers for Grandmaster Pans, uh, and then of course um, Archbishop Gramlund was the other one. And there is voting going on, so there are voting booths, and there are church clerics who are. Um, there are there are basically lines where people are going up to vote and as you watch this it looks like they're basically casting like the zone of truth spell on people uh and then going through and asking if they you know voted before if they're um who they're who they're voting for if anyone had if they cheated or anything like that um and there are also some paladins of the ancient present which you would know that basically due to the rules of the church they have to be open to everyone even the young gods even the paladins of the ancient um and people would be kind of avoiding them as they kind of you know kind of had a little soapbox and were preaching about the the young gods and the foolishness of the ever and all host and all that kind of fun stuff and what are you guys going to be doing uh, i think who we have with us right now is zaldwin Space Pirate Grundle, Heavy Arms Oliver, and Nivitz Posey, correct? Yep. Yes. All right. Good. The, yeah. the, the space station is yours, my friends. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. We, should we get a broom, or should we just keep coming back here to the ship when we want to rest? I imagine this is going to take a few days. Well, if we do come back to the ship, we can discuss what we with the others. I'm not there opposed that. to getting a room. Billy keeps working on me in my sleep. Isn't that weird? Is that weird? You would not be able to sleep on your ship, just like you can't, like, sleep in the parking lot. Um, So you would... The people who are still on the ship um, would have to, you know, obfuscate that they're there, or they would have to, like, you know, leave and stay in orbit or something, which wouldn't be uncommon for ships to stay in orbit. Uh, But you guys can't sleep on the ship. Right. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Well, I guess we're getting a room then, aren't we? <laughs> That's wrong. What's... You say, Mr. Guy coming? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh, my voice <laughs> went away for a second. <laughs> Ooh. All right. What, do we want to go at this middle of the road place? or? Yeah, it doesn't have to be fancy, Zaldwin. I sleep on a cot on a ship most of the time. 
there's the really nice inn, which, uh, you know, you'd see would have, like, golden window lining and beautiful, like, white arches and stuff like that. Like, the really ritzy place is called On High. Uh, and then the kind of every day where most people would stay is called The Solid Rock. Bed's a bed to me. As I don't long like as they the go. look of all this opulence. There's something, I don't know, frivolous about it all. I mean, it would be funny to have those people take a look at you, me, and Grundle walking in there, though. That would be pretty fun. Oh, you know what? We can have a fucking spa day of it. We could just go there, get room service, all the fun shit. Now you're talking. Let's do that. I'm not opposed to that kind of idea. I could go for a relax. Oh, and... And Oliver, you're kind of famous, right? Like, could you uh, flex your fame here? Get a little uh, recognition? Oh, I don't know. Maybe get the, Maybe. the shit comp? I don't know how much these holy rollers watch the Crusher Mania fights, but <laughs> I'm sure we could find somebody who knows who I am, I guess. Oh, I know. told me holy people love to fight. Oh, fair enough. Grundle, you want to go get pampered? Yeah. Right on. Let's go. All right. On high. About time. Zeldwin uh, runs in and, like, rings a little bell. Ding, 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 ding. A very, a very nicely dressed high elf female approaches very slowly and looks you over very slowly. I, can I help you? Hi. Yeah, yeah, we want to get a room. Oh. Indeed. Are you sure? Yeah, what's the problem? I want pampered. Are you... You sound like you don't have rooms. Do you, do you not have rooms here? Oh, we have rooms, indeed. Um, do you have a reservation? No. Hey, hey, uh, Nivitz, what, what's a reservation? Um, it, 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 it's where we called in before and set up a, a, um, a scheduled visit where they already approved our rooms. Oh, uh, no. Is, is that going to be a problem? Uh, say, uh, slight surcharge for same day bookings. Uh, uh how, how much? Well, how many rooms will you need? How many beds will you need? Just, just one room. I don't know. One bed? One big bed? Is there a big bed? Um, can that room have a couch? Or a, a chair? We have... Okay. Uh, well, one room is 250 credits a night. Whoa. That is, uh, pretty, pretty spicy there. Well, is that one you said? You wanted the room, so you get a pay. Oh, jeez. This will be the second time y'all trick me into buying something real expensive right out of my... What are you talking about? You also grab all the money up front. Well, you could always buy 25 sandwiches instead. Oh, let's do that. Oh, I like that. Uh, Are you a sandwich lady? Do you love sandwiches? No, I was... uh, No, I do not sell sandwiches. We do have a full full room service. Um, There's the uh, full, full, fully stocked sauna and spa. Ooh. Are these all complimentary? Of course not. Oh, that's a man, big those word. Those video though. games are yeah. These those video games you're playing, girl, man, they're expanding your vocabulary like crazy. 
Whoever uh, said video games lessons. about your mind? Uh, is study lessons. Dumbass. Yeah, you, may, the space version of Mavis Beacon. Number sure. one. Mr. Gooey did say he was teaching Grundle to learn, like, letters and stuff while the Yeah, spaceship. vocabulary. Shit, man. Uh, Alright, so 250 for a night? That's correct. Alright, can we start with one night and then go from there? She, like, rolls her eyes and scoffs. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Oh, that's that's a cool n- thing that you did with your voice there. We were like, oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, no, right. you will, though. It's, all right. it's okay. She's way more important being a bell girl than being the intergalactic heavyweight champion of the universe. I'm sorry. I'm not pretty enough for your hotel. She rolls her eyes again and furrows her brow. Yeah, this guy beat Silverface. It was all over the place, right? Do not like boxing. I'm Heavy Arms Oliver, if it wasn't obvious from my heavy arms. Uh, I've never heard of you. What? I would Let's go somewhere else. I feel like that Will Baxter guy is... You don't watch you Crusher right? Mania? Everybody watches Crusher Mania. Mania. Ugh, so you. Well, uh, can I help you? Are you booking a room or not? I, mean, I do have other long-term stay guests who need my attention. Um, but your lobby looks, uh, pretty empty at the moment, so I don't think you, you're, you're quite being honest with us right there. Maybe The Rock has unlimited <laughs> omelet buffet like that one place. Oh, yeah. Well, let's go check out the other place. Uh, what's your name, ma'am? Uh, Thilda. Thilda. That's a pretty name, Thilda. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go away and check out the other place, and if we don't like it, we'll be back. We'll hang out. Or your sandwiches. We'll wait with bated breath. We don't actually have sandwiches. All that money and no sandwiches. We should definitely go somewhere else. They don't even have sandwiches. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so we're we're heading over to the rock. Imagine we're we're following a a storming out Grundle who's upset about sandwiches. Oh, so mad. So I appreciate you guys having my back there. (laughs) Indeed. So, um. Yeah, you guys go into the um, the solid rock, and uh, it is a little bit more like touristy. Uh, they just even in the entrance, there is you know tables and uh, people sitting and eating, uh, drinking. There are TVs everywhere with uh, Cardinal Jean Paul uh, speaking in little you know. Oh, you can't like hear the TVs. You just see the subtitles. Like think like any like sports bar you're in. Uh, and there is a group uh, on a little stage over in the corner um, playing music. Uh, and they all are dressed and have little Cardinal Jean-Paul like um, face masks on. And they're singing, singing song. Keep doing like cover music. That's creepy. Yeah, but it is kind of nicer than that other place. Mm. We turn off the TVs. A lot of propaganda. So much propaganda. Oh yeah, this place is, uh, just just to be clear, like, everything, like, if you guys have ever been to, like, like, Universal Studios or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, this whole place is just, like, a little bit, like, off-kilter, and there's just, like, there's ads everywhere, and, like, all of the Everyone who works there is like has a really weird like big smile on. 
yeah. it is it's a little bit off-putting. We need to make sure we get a bobblehead to go with Ricky Rat before we leave here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, John, Arnold, John, whatever his name is, bobblehead. I would appreciate it if we chose somebody else. Uh, I, I no, just you know. realized something terrible. Huh. We don't know what we're doing, and we left Jaden on the ship. Jaden, Jaden's with you. Oh, okay, good. Oh, Jaden, where'd you, where'd, <laughs> you, where'd you come from? Hey, Man, you have to me like, this whole time. Yeah, you exist. I, I'm yeah. just, I'm just. I, do you want me to talk? I just, I'm here. I, I follow you guys around. I. Your input is valued. You're an important <laughs> member of the crew. And then he rumples up a piece of paper and puts it in his pocket. I, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would love some onion rings. Oh, they got onion Hell rings yeah. here. Well, let's get a hmm. room. Let's get a room and get something to eat. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm behind that. Zaldwin goes up to the next desk and ding, 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 ding. Uh, they don't ding. have a button. Nope, no button. Oh. I, I'm just he's slapping he's just the slapping he's the counter the table <laughs> saying yeah, ding. Like, well there's like a full there's like a full bar, you know what I mean? And so like you're oh. slapping the bar while there's like people ordering drinks and and eventually um they would get around to you. Uh and it is a it is a uh dwarven uh, female. She is uh finally comes over and is like, Alright, alright, stop stop hitting the table. What what can I do for you? Uh, 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 our rooms here like two hundred and fifty a night. What, what, what's the, what's your deal? No, I'm in a, still staying at the Vatican. It's a little bit pricier than you know normal hotel, uh, but it's only it's only ten credits a night here. Oh, see, do you have sandwiches here? Oh yeah, we have lots of sandwiches. Oh my god, in- infinitely better, y'all. We this actually is, have this a. Is what uh, I we have a build-your-own-sandwich menu. If you just flip over oh. a little QR code on the back there. Oh, my God. Yeah. My, my whole body. It's like my, my mouth got horny. What's that called? Yeah. Oh, my God. The place across the street sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll... we'll can, can we stay <clears> one night and see how long uh, how long we'll be here? We're, we're kind of drifters. Yep. Uh, just check in. how long we'll be here. Check in. And uh, we'll we'll charge you till you check out. No problem. Oh man, the convenience, the elegance, the beauty. What's the your name, man? Servers. Yeah, customer service, Grandma. Simple is better. <laughs> All right, you guys have a, your room. Nice. We order onion rings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Jaden enjoys some onion rings. Mivitz is going to create his own monstrous sandwich. Of course. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Grundle is going to compete to make an even more monstrous sandwich. And then he's going to take one bite and say he doesn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) But the challenge is on. I don't like it. It's too much. I shouldn't have put avocado and mustard on it. Grundle. That's the mistake you advice. That old man has some kind of scary black hole in his stomach, and it's never filled. Well, you can have mine then. And that's where Nivitz's jaw just unhinges and he eats the same. <laughs> oh god, his jaw's unhinging. <laughs> no, he didn't mean the beer. He meant the pizza. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, the female dwarf bartender wants to take your picture, Nivitz. <laughs> Nivitz is like posing with like this 
sandwich that's like as big as his head, but he's like squishing it down so he can like bite it. Yeah. She takes a little Polaroid and shakes it off and puts it up on this like board of like sandwich Hall of Fame. Too bad you couldn't hold out, Grendel, or else you, you could have been on the wall too. Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, after the onion rings, Jaden's like, "Well, uh, can I go vote real quick? I haven't actually had a chance yet, and then we can we can go talk to my uncle or whatever you want to do." Um, I just I vote. yeah. Well, yeah, everyone can vote. That's the whole. That's the yeah. whole thing. I'll go vote like, through. You don't have to tell me. Okay. I thought you could just vote by by just saying it. Who are you gonna vote for? Wasn't that what uh, Silverface did? He just he just yelled a vote. For Cardinal, well, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, yeah, I think he was endorsing a candidate. I don't think that actually counts as a vote. That wasn't his legal ballot. No, that would be like saying, like, I declare bankruptcy, and saying that you're out of money. I declare bankruptcy. No, no, it's not how it works. What's bankruptcy? Okay, I'm gonna go vote. Uh, Does anyone else want to come do your duty? I'll vote with you. You said duty. (laughs) All of you're like. Elbows Zaldwin as he says duty. <laughs> I think Anyone Nivis else? is gonna order a couple sh- like a shot and then he like shoot it down and then it's gonna be like, sure, I'll try to go vote. Alright. Name's ominous. Oliver? Ominous. It'd be really uh, responsible of you to do your civic duty. If we uh, all team up and all vote for the same guy, it'll be like we're Five times as powerful as a normal person. That's right. Now remember, Grundle, make sure you write Ricky Rat down on the ballot and vote for him. For best cartoon. Ricky Rat's running? He wasn't, no. on, the, he wasn't on that little announcement thing. That's I right. behind Ricky Rat. No. Okay. I mean, I, he just always think... talks about, like, friendship on the show. You and, like, I'm down Seriously, this is a big deal. This is important. What makes you think that I'm not taking this seriously, Jaden? Literally, if Ricky Rat is running. I want to vote for him. Um, this is the first time I've ever heard of a politician. I don't know what you want from me, Jaden. Well, I, <laughs> no, I think it's impossible. I can leave you're you. wonderful, but you're impossible. I, you told me to talk. I, said, I should just stay quiet. Um, no, 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 no. Keep keep please. talking. Give uh, us your input. Oh, we love lead you. us to the voting station. There. Let's go, oh, yeah. Jaden. Let's start yeah. here. <laughs> We uh, clamor out of the rock. Nivet's still having like this half-eaten giant sandwich from Bumble because he already ate his. <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys, you guys wait in line, and then you get up to um, a uh, a cleric, and they're like changing shifts, and you hear him be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to go take a long rest. That's all. That's all my spell slots for the day." And he sits down and he says, "All right, uh, do you guys want to go together or individually?" You can have privacy if you want to. Jaden, do you want to vote with us? Yeah, we don't care. Jaden shrugs and he's like, yeah, I don't mind. All right, we'll go as a group. Thank you. Cool. And then he casts uh, Zone of Truth um, on you guys. Does anyone resist that save? Nope. 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 And the cleric just says, uh, all right, have any of you voted before? No. Not this election. Not in my life. No. Um... Have have you uh, tried to influence anyone else's vote, or has your vote been influenced by anyone? Silverface yelled some guy's name and told me I should vote for him. We're kind of friends. I mean, like, I, I mean, isn't 
Like with the threat of violence, are you being coerced? No, oh, no, no. Coerce no. me to do anything. Oh, no. All right. I was about to say, they all had their campaign speeches. Is that coercing? But no, apparently it's not. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, do any of you vote for um, Cardinal Jean-Paul? No, hell no. I, I, I lean over to Jaden and I go, I didn't mean to say that. I like whisper to Jaden, I forget who we're supposed to vote for. Uh, Jaden <laughs> says, I'm voting for Archbishop Cromlock. Uh, right. Wait, why? Because he's a real. We should have talked about this earlier. It's the wrong time. Yeah, fair enough. He's like a really good person. And oh. I think he'll do a really good job. And he like doesn't. Right. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree which, then. Which, which one is the, the, the ex-Papal Knight? What, which one's the Church of the Papal Knights? I forget. Um, are we still whispering? Are you asking him? What are you asking? I, I, I'm trying to whisper, but Nivitz's voice is not easy to whisper. <laughs> Why are you so loud for such a little guy? I'm whispering. Why are you like yelling I'm at always <laughs> whispering. You just don't realize it. <laughs> Nivitz just straight up stage whispers. Uh, Grandmaster Pans is the current leader of the Papal Knights, and she thinks that that the Enders are like a punishment for the Church being peaceful. And right, yeah, that's right. Okay, that makes sense to me. No, wow. well, I mean, vote like for who you want to vote for. He's like, no. Um, that sounds like coercion, Jaden. Like <laughs> the cleric is just like staring at you guys. Like he's like well within like distance to hear every single okay. word you guys I are think, saying. I think right. I got it. Break. Do any of you vote for Grandmaster Pans? Yeah. No. Hell no. Wait. <laughs> yeah, Grodel Wait. says yeah. Yeah, good. Grodel. Yeah. No. Wait, was that the war one? Grandmaster Pans is the the chick who wants. Yes. Thinks that enters are a punishment from God. No. Yes. Uh, no. You already said yes, Grundle. Uh, oh, it's okay. I, you can. I, I just need your final answer. Nope, there. My okay. final I, answer. Raise your voice. That's coercion. No. I'm not raising my. Okay. Do any of you? No, I was. I'm sorry. I was talking to Nivitz. <laughs> Nivitz was raising his voice. That's coercion. My voice is always loud. <laughs> oh my god. Do any of you vote for Archbishop Gromluck? Grundle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And AD says, yes. Yeah. Clerk says, all right, thank you. Uh, take a I voted sticker. I just kind of like you. look at it for a second and like kind of just like sticker. lean over so he can stick it on my arm. Yeah. Everyone gets their stickers. I, I take my you. sticker and I, I'm going to take Grundle's sticker and I'm going to put mine over two of Grundle's nipples that are exposed and the other over his other one. So he's decent. Good looking out. Thanks. Don't don't give Grundle pasties. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that uh, Nivitz would have had to like climb on a a table to do that as well because Grundle is like nine feet tall. Nivitz is definitely not that tall. (laughs) You probably have to like climb up Oliver's arms or some shit. Oh my goodness. Hey big guy, can, 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 can you kneel down real quick? Like and then lean over. Yeah, you would. Then he puts the stickers on. Darks. Grundle actually bends over for Nivets. And that's the end of our episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys voted. What All are right. you doing now? Voted. Well, I think we were said we were gonna go talk to Jaden's uncle after the voting. Okay. Oh yeah, where well, we gotta go, Jaden. 
Yeah. Where do we go from here, Jaden? Do we just go straight up there? Like, yeah. I, I know I mean, this is weird, but this is a weird place. Do you have? Are, are you on speaking terms with your uncle? Like, what's going on with that? Is he gonna be mad that we like kind of kidnapped you? We didn't well, kidnap him. We didn't. Yeah. But I mean, he's technically my legal guardian. But he kind of gives me a lot of freedom, so, you know, it's not super weird that I was gone for, like, a month without calling. He sounds like a cool guy. It might be a little weird. I might get in a little bit of trouble. That's a long time. But he hasn't, like, called me, so I'm sure we're fine. He uh, forgets about me sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, we're not speaking terms, absolutely. I mean, we fucking, we live, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to curse. Uh, I can't. (laughs) That's my boy. Okay, I'm home. I can't talk like this anymore. Um, but I mean, yeah, we, we live together. I, you know, I can get, I can get us in. Um, he's busy a lot, just like you know, as a heads up. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. He's he talks a lot, so just be careful, I guess. Uh, he steamrolls over me a lot when I try to talk, and sometimes when we're done talking, I'm like, wow. I didn't say any of the things I wanted to say, and he said a lot of things, and I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but just be careful with him. Yeah, that's why we got the old man in Zaldoin. Let's go. Okay. Indeed, let's go. Um, so you guys make your way, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of a trek from the marketplace to uh, the courtyard. There are people night guards. Um, Jaden is able to show them like an ID from his tablet, and he's able to get through with you guys. You guys head into this massive temple. I mean, getting close to it, it's even more awe-inspiring. This huge depiction of the Ever and All host, which is just this thousand-headed, you know, amalgamous god, uh, you know, looking over this courtyard. You know, you go in, you head down these offices, uh, and then you get to um, one, a a hallway. Jaden leads you down, and he's like, okay, well, this is uh, where his offices and where like our living quarters are. Um, so I guess I'm just going here and talk to his uh, assistant. We can find out what his schedule looks like. Um, and you enter and there is a um, humanoid, uh, a, a human younger man sitting there at the desk. And he looks up and he just says, Oh, Jaden, you're home. Oh my goodness. You've been gone for so long. Have you gotten bigger? And he like ruffles Jaden's hair and Jaden's like, bats him away and tries to look cool uh and jane says uh yeah hey uh, i'd love to you know stay and chat but we're actually we really need to speak with uh, our uncle my uncle i need to speak with my uncle i need to speak with my uncle yes we need to speak with our uncle <laughs> uh and he says oh uh well i mean you just missed him uh they are um he's actually going to be speaking to uh, an ancient alliance uh, emissary. Uh, there's a, a small group that have made the track. Um, they're still considering whether or not you know they're going to allow people to vote. So uh, yeah, he's speaking with a with a, a attaché. Uh, you could probably s- still catch him though if you uh, you know hurry back to the uh, the teleporters. Should be able to um, get to him. Here's the here's his code, and he writes down a little number and hands it to you. And Jaden looks at you guys and says, "Well, do you want to wait or do you want to go try to catch him? Go catch him! Yeah, yeah. let's uh, let's go get him. Let's get him! Well, okay, don't say it like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he sounded real scary. Oliver like super like fucking amped up. Like, let's get him. 
Oh, it's not every day you meet a celebrity. It truly is not. Uh, so he leads you back, and there is basically a big room you guys go into. It looks more of like a utility room, and there are like tele, they look what look like portals everywhere, and there are a bunch of uh, clerics and people working, um, and they seem to be kind of upkeeping these things. Jaden shows one of them a code. They direct you towards one of the portals, uh, and Jaden says, "Okay, well, I guess we just go through there. I guess it it takes us to some neutral." ground uh, under Terran control or something. The Ancient Alliance didn't want to come all this way. So, uh, Have you guys ever teleported before? Yes. It's a little jarring. Uh, I've done it a few times. Just just making sure uh, no one ate you know, any massive sandwiches or anything because it, it's just a little... I took a bite. Gonna just like belch. Oliver moves to the other side of Grendel away from Nivitz in case he throws up on the other side. Nivitz is going to follow behind him. Oh no! <laughs> what, what's what's wrong, Oliver? You don't want to stand stay, next to me? Stay away from me, old man. I don't even vomit on my boots. You know how hard it is to clean stuff off when you have giant hands like I do. <laughs> Fine, I'll stand by the big guy and walk over. Yeah, to what's Grundle. the worst that could happen? Can I imagine if it only comes up to like Grundle's calf? Lord knows, like what that biology is like in there. I don't even know if he can throw up. How many stomachs he got? I don't know. Oh no! So uh, Jaden goes through the portal. Um, Just one by one. Who follows him? I follow. Assuming everyone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Zelda follows. Yeah. Okay. Make a DC ten con saved if it's your first time teleporting. Okay. Zelda in rolls a seventeen and keeps his lunch. Grundle rolls a twelve. Oliver rolls an eighteen. Come on, Nivitz. No, he's been through a teleporter. Oh. Not he, he has been. Yeah. I also think uh, Grundle's been teleported. Maybe not a teleporter, but he's never been through a teleporter though. No, if I was, I wasn't awake. <laughs> he was sent to the fucking astral plane. But I'll, I'll roll it if I have to, just because of vomiting, <laughs> which I would fail. DC ten. I think it just gets like queasy, and he's like, "Ooh, maybe two of those sandwiches was a little bit much." <laughs> <laughs> not quite vomity, but he's like, oh. Yeah, Nivitz definitely feels super sick. So you guys come through, and you look like you are in a kind of a staged area. Uh, you're behind a uh, curtain, and there is a line of uh, church individuals that are walking through what looks to be like a metal detector. And then beyond the metal detector, you see a few people standing with Archbishop Gromluck, which this would be the first time any of you have seen him in person. Oh, Jaden would like elbow and be like, "That's that's him." Hey, we voted for you today. Yeah. Hey, G- Gromlock. Hi. He looks over and smiles this huge toothy smile and waves to you guys, and then uh, gets uh, goes back to speaking with his assistants. Grundle would wave back. What, what a guy. As you guys uh, go through uh, up through the teleporter, Jaden's like, "I haven't really seen this before." And there's uh, a couple people from the church standing there. Uh, and Jaden just says, what, what, what is this? Like, well, uh, it's just, uh, just extra security. We have to check for, um, uh, RGCs. RGC. RGC. Yeah. Uh, rapid growth clones. It's a new thing. Uh, we just, it, it, it's hard, hard to work around, but we are able to detect them. So just, just making sure everyone is who they are. Oliver. 
head snaps to Nivets and just like stares at him for a really long time. Uh, I imagine what? Nivets kind of just does like the finger thing. <laughs> oh, this could be amusing if I wanted it to be. By thing, finger thing, Pippin does mean like touching his fingertips together. He doesn't just like do the yeah, like yeah. circle finger. finger <laughs> <laughs> no, hands together, moving the the like. That could be yeah, tapping like, fingertips tapping together fingertips. contemplatively, contemplatively. <laughs> yes, I do it like Oliver. <laughs> so Jaden walks through. Um, uh, give me perception checks, guys. Okay. Perception? Yeah. Grundle got a 23. Ooh, 25 for nice. Zaldwin. Perception. Does, uh, 22. With a, a 25, uh, I would say Grundle. Well, who's walking through the... Uh, it, 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 does everyone cool with going through the little detector thing? I mean, I'm oh. not a rapid growth. I don't think I'm a rapid growth clone, so... Do I fit through the detector? You'd have to like go. You'd have to like turn sideways and like crouch. But yeah, you'll you'd be able to get through it. All right. I mean, I I guess yes, you would because like there's Loxodon. There's uh, right. Yeah, I yeah, think that's true. That's I think true. they'd be made big enough for you to get through. I'm right. gonna recommend that. Yeah. I'm just Grundle is tall and I am wide. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> everyone cool with going through that? Just yeah. Yep. Maybe okay. we'll go through it. Yep. So, um, as uh, let's just say Oliver goes through it first um, with his eight perception, doesn't really notice anything. Uh, as you're going through Zaldwin, so you you just before you get to this behind the curtain area where Gromlug is with the friends from the with his friends from the church, you see the people um, kind of filtering into the seating area who are from the ancient Ancients Alliance, uh, and with that twenty five, you catch the weirdest feeling like in your gut um and you're pretty sure this you see this individual with like a hood up in the audience um you're pretty sure you saw some sort of like strange tattoo on like his neck like you caught a glimpse in there um zeldwin is as as they're filing in uh he's going to sit in the seat right next to this shadowed figure so you're exiting the stage and going around to the seating area? Oh, I, I was assuming that we were supposed to... Go, uh, like, is are people going through the scanner and going to the seating area, or...? No, so specifically, there's, like, two... The room is kind of cut in half. There's the Ancient Alliance side, where people are coming in, um, and they would be separate from your side, which is kind of the church side. And they're getting ready to for this like speech speaking engagement, but you're on the church side of things. Um, sure, I'll I'll breach the aisle. I'll go over there. Um, okay. if anything, I think Zaldwin thinks that he he can feign ignorance if somebody tries to stop him. But sure, I mean that's definitely piqued his curiosity. Um, and then I guess the picture I want to paint here, Zaldwin, as you breach the curtained area. Um, and just as Nivitz is about to step through the uh, RGC detector, the lights go out. <laughs> Everything, uh, everyone that does not have dark vision is in the dark right now. Uh, and Zaldwin. I do have dark vision. Just Grundle has dark vision. 
Maybe it says dark vision. Zalduin, from your side of the curtain, you catch a glimpse of the hobgoblin from the sojourn, the closer, standing in the audience. The curtain falls. Is that the person who was had the tattoo? Or is this like... No, he's, no. he's Oliver's dude. That is some the, the person that you are approaching to sit next to is a completely separate person. You see him standing right. like off in the corner. And then uh, this curtain kind of falls. And you would notice um, uh, Grundle and even Zaldwin with your perception check and Nivets also. You would immediately notice that like Archbishop Gromlug is here, but there's no Grandmaster Pans and there's no Cardinal Jean-Paul. Only Gromlug is in this room. Can we beeline for Gromlug? You can, but I'm going to kind of freeze the frame here. So Zaldarin is on the other side of the curtain. Uh, The the lights go out right as Nimitz is about to go through, like, the clone detector. You you realize, basically, that this is, like, a fucking setup. And you start, like, beelining for Gromlug, like, as this curtain falls. And as the curtain falls, you see one of the... um, one of the people in the audience stand up and take down a hood and you just see these like X tattoos all the way down like his his neck wrapping around uh, onto like this this bare chest. He grins this big like kind of toothless grin and uh, holds up holds up a laser pistol and points it at Gromlug. Uh, I'm going to cast... Uh, You're not going to do anything. We're going to end our fucking episode right here on a little oh, bit of a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We've got the scene painted pretty well here. Exactly what's going on with this little whatever. The bamboozle that is happening. Um, and we are going to pick this up next week for episode 3-0. Big 3-0, episode 30. Can you believe it? Anyone? Woo. I can't believe it. Thank you guys so much for being awesome, uh, playing really well. It is so good to have some of these characters. I feel like I haven't talked to Zaldwin and Oliver in a long time. Yeah, it's been way too long. <laughs> uh, we'll pick up right here next week. Uh, went through all the website links and all that stuff before already, and we already said all of our thank yous. Uh, so just one last time, guys, please check out thehomebrewpodcast.com. Um, you can uh, find join our Discord, find our Patreon Uh, And we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, But for now, that's it. We'll see you next week for episode 30 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week. And that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors. Starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash the homebrew, and we'll see you next week.